This is Love Your Work. On this show, we help you make it as a creative entrepreneur. I am David Cadavy from Love Your Work headquarters here in Columbia. Yes, the country. I've interviewed titans of industry like Steve Case. I've interviewed best-selling authors like Seth Godin and James Altucher. I've interviewed experts on behavioral science, creators from dancers to a chef to a Hollywood set designer, and visionaries on the cutting edge of creative monetization, whether that be self-publishing or blockchain technology. And from these conversations, I pull out lessons to share with you on how you can find your unique voice as a creative entrepreneur, how you can nail the right mindset to succeed, how you can be the first to capitalize on new opportunities to make a living making your art. So if you are new here, welcome. Again, I am David Cadavy. If you want to join us here on Love Your Work every Thursday, please hit subscribe on your podcast app. And to get my free creative productivity toolkit, sign up at cadavy.net slash tools. There is something that I've noticed that very successful communicators do. It is a simple tactic, but it can go a long way in making everything you say or write more engaging, more memorable, and more effective. I'll tell you about it, this thing that successful communicators do this week. For now, thank you to our sponsor, Gusto. I'm really glad to have them sponsoring the show. If you have to worry about payroll and benefits for your employees, you can't focus on the important things like actually running that business so you can pay those employees. Gusto makes payroll and benefits a breeze. In fact, 9 out of 10 users say Gusto is easier to use than other payroll services. Look, you don't have to be a big company anymore to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team. Gusto does all of that for you. So to help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash loveyourwork. That's gusto.com slash loveyourwork. Today, we also have Babbel as a sponsor, the number one selling language learning app in the world. And I can tell you that learning a new language is one of the greatest life hacks there is. I know living in Colombia has been great, but it would have been impossible without learning Spanish. It's like discovering a secret world on a video game. With Babbel, you can learn Spanish, you can learn French, Italian, German, Russian, Swedish, and more. And you can try Babbel for free. Go to babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com or download the app to try for free. Babbel.com. What do great communicators do? I call it prompt talking. Here it is. There's one simple thing great communicators do. Prompt talking. There's one thing I've noticed that great communicators do. It keeps your eyes moving on the page or it makes a circle form around them at a party. It's something I've observed, but that I've never heard talked about. I don't know where these people learn it. I've learned it by watching. I'm not yet sure what to call it. I call it, for now, prompt talking. You could also call it onion talking, but that kind of conjures up images of halitosis. Maybe it already has a name, but I just haven't heard it. When you prompt talk, you do something that very few people intuitively do. You slowly reveal information. You prompt the listener to keep listening. Each statement you make gives out information, but at the same time leaves the listener begging for more information. If someone catches their cat stealing cookies from the cookie jar, they're likely to tell the story a little bit like this. I caught Max stealing cookies from the cookie jar today. It was so funny. Blah, 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 blah. You stop listening to this person immediately. It's like getting a spoiler right before watching a thriller. 
What they're doing reveals the narcissism with which we all struggle. They're living the story in their own head. They're feeling their own reaction. They think that by telling you the event that finally gave them that reaction, you'll feel the same way. They forget about all the details that led up to that event, which gave that event significance. A prompt talker would do it differently. They would tell the story like this. I came home yesterday and I was exhausted. I didn't have the energy for what was about to happen. It was strangely quiet. I thought, oh no, I must have left the back door open. Oh no, Max ran away. It's full of prompts. Each piece of information that is revealed leaves more information yet to be uncovered. What was about to happen? Why was it so quiet? Oh my God, is your cat missing? It's important to make a distinction here. Prompt talking is a complement to other devices that work in this story. It's impossible to extract these devices because they're so central to good storytelling. For example, the teller is revealing their own emotional state, that they're exhausted. They're suddenly raising the stakes with this information. They're also misdirecting you with their own worries that Max might have run away. All of these serve to build up to a more interesting reveal, that Max was raiding the cookie jar. These devices are hard to separate from the device of prompt talking. They're all intertwined. Prompt talking is not necessarily adding emotional state, nor is it necessarily misdirection. It is simply revealing information one bit at a time. This is why I'm also tempted to call it onion talking. You're peeling off each layer of the onion. It helps if, as you're revealing one piece of information at a time, you're also revealing the most question-provoking information each time. Once you're aware of prompt talking, you see it everywhere. Seth Godin is somebody who is a master prompt talker. Here's just one statement from when I interviewed Seth here on Love Your Work. Quote, if you're publishing yourself, you have the most committed publisher in the world. You're still going to be the head of marketing for your book. So how do you learn that? Well, you learn it by doing. And the easiest way to do it is to come out with a book a week on the Kindle. It costs nothing to do this. It costs less than it cost me to mail my proposals to book publishers. So what are you waiting for? Unquote. Now, I was going to emphasize all of Seth's prompts in this statement, but it turns out that the entire statement is prompts. Some of it is withholding information. Some of it is making bold statements that bring about questions. And some of it is presenting big ideas one piece at a time so they can be digested. The most committed publisher in the world? Well, that makes you think, really? Tell me more. How do you learn that? That's a very deliberately posed prompt. A book a week on the Kindle? That's nuts. I need a moment to process this. Now imagine if he instead said, even if you have a traditional publisher, you have to market your book anyway, so you should publish lots of books because it's free. Way less impact. There are too many big ideas at once. It just goes speeding by like the last train of the night. People hate to admit that they like prompt talking. They don't need their information dumbed down, thank you very much. They may look at my bizarro Seth Godin statement above and claim that they would prefer it. They're plenty smart and can understand compound sentences just fine. Or consider one of the many criticisms of Donald Trump during his presidential campaign. People loved to share articles criticizing him for speaking at a fourth grade level. Part of that is due to his prompt talking. Anyone who is successful in politics has mastered prompt talking. Just watch. Maybe some people really prefer compound sentences with many ideas at once, but it's very few people. If you don't prompt talk, the world punishes you 
They don't read your articles, they don't share your book, and they look for someone else at the party to talk to. There are too many other articles and books to command their attention. They have a smartphone in their pocket, which is a portal to more interesting people. Some may say that prompt talking is annoying. It feels repetitive. You feel manipulated when you're being strung along. Just give me the damn information, you might say. It's true. When you lay on prompt talking too thickly, it does sound contrived. When you're aware of prompt talking, it's even more likely to sound contrived. I can think, personally, of a couple of authors to whom I can't stand to listen, all because they are such heavy prompt talkers. You know what, though? They also sell a ton of books. If you prompt talk everything, something might happen. It might annoy a few people and also might make your communication more successful with many more people. How do you know how much prompt talking to do? You try it. You try it as much as you can. I bet there's a balance in how much prompt talking you can do. If most of what you say is prompt talking, people will understand you. Your message will get across more easily. But every once in a while, for dramatic effect, and for the sake of tying together all of your prior concepts, throw in a nice compound sentence with some end dashes or semicolons. Your listener won't feel so patronized nor manipulated. Is love your work helping you find the intersection on your love and money Venn diagram? Does it bring you the inspiration and motivation to make you into the person that you want to be? If so, we, together, you and I, can make this the show that we want it to be. I'm trying to make a nourishing and thoughtful show, and I could use your help with that. Please donate to the show. Just a coffee a month will help support the hosting and production of this show. Just a coffee a month will help spread Love Your Work's message, helping more people live a balanced life with a healthy definition of success. To donate, visit our Patreon page at kadavy.net slash donate. Patreon is a platform that lets you support creators like me. Vote with your dollars and keep Love Your Work going at kadavy.net slash donate. As a thank you, you'll get early access, bonus content, and a discount on Love Your Work merchandise. Learn more at kadavy.net slash donate. That's kadavy.net slash donate. Love Your Work is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters, such as mini sponsor Roxana Maynard of Agility Alchemist at agilityalchemist.com and top supporters such as Jeffrey Mason and Vitas Pankovicis. This has been Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. The theme music for this show is At Sea by Dorena from the album About Everything and More by arrangement with Deep Elm Records at deepelm.com. Love Your Work is a production of Cadavy, Inc. <laughs>